to the Fan Engagement Chat, the episode of the Fan Engagement Pod where we hear about someone's approach to fan engagement. Abhishek Singh runs runs the Arsenal Nagpur Supporters Club and is based in Nagpur, India. He works for Think Fan Engagement and also runs his own business, Sport in India, with other colleagues, working with sports organisations, including football clubs in India, on social media and other communications and engagement strategies. Abhishek tells us what it's like for the international fans when it comes to fan engagement, what the relationship with the club is like and how they feel about being a fan. He also touches on football fandom in India with Indian clubs. It's easy to dismiss their place in what I term the concentric circles of fan, but in a globalised world, international fans are an important and relevant part of what clubs at all levels deal with. Don't forget you can find out how your club did in the Fan Engagement Index at fanengagement.net. You can also register for free for the Fan Engagement Hub if you want more access to detailed data and case studies from the 2019-2020 Index. Please like, subscribe and share. It really does help our visibility. Enjoy the show. So there's a bit of a delay on the line, Abhishek. Um, obviously, I've started uh, because um, because you're over there in. Tell us exactly where you are, Abhishek, please. Just for the just for the audience. Yeah. So I am right now in Nagpur, uh, which is a state uh, like which is a city in Maharashtra in India. So yeah, basically I'm uh, quite far away from uh, where you are, Kev. Yeah. If I if I was um, to look at a map of India, where whereabouts are you roughly? Uh, so exactly, like Nagpur is basically the center of India. So if you uh, carefully look at the center of India, you will find uh, where I live. Okay, excellent. So Abhishek, um, you work for Fan Insights, right? You, um, mm-hmm. we chatted last year in the summer when you were, I think, coming to the end of your um, management sports management degree, um, and. Um, you're interested in the fan engagement index. You're interested because I think I seem to remember, correct me if I'm wrong. I seem to remember that um, you came to the fan engagement index thinking about fan in, fan engagement in one particular way and that the fan engagement index made you think slightly differently about fan, uh, fan engagement. Is that right? That's roughly right, isn't it? Uh, yes. Yeah, so I am basically very much interested in fan engagement and I was uh, researching a lot when I was uh, in the university. And that's when I came across the fan engagement index and I was uh, like very much uh, curious about uh, how this index has been developed. So I reached out to you. We had a good conversation about how things have worked out for the fan index and how you work for fan insights. And uh, then we find uh, like we found some synergies and I happened to uh, work with you uh, from last uh, six, seven months, uh, I guess. Yes. So um, now um, the, the bit that um, I'm sure people listen to this, you know, will be, yeah, okay, that's very interesting. What was fascinated me was that um, now we'll, we'll touch on it afterwards, after we've covered this, is you were talking about, um, uh, you know, you, you, are, you are very interested in the domestic development, de- development of the domestic game for, you know, um, the domestic game in India. Um, but you run an international uh, a, a, a supporters club um, for an English Premier League side. And I was interested in talking to you because lots of people talk about 
the market for international fans and how, you know, Richard Scudamore famously, when he was chief executive of the Premier League, talked a lot about or talked on several occasions about how important international fans were. And in some senses, how as important or certainly that he said he never wanted to say that they weren't as important as the English domestic fans. And what I'm curious about is um, you as a, as an international fan, as running a, a supporters club over there um, of Indian fans, of an English club, and it's Arsenal, isn't it? And um, and how you feel about the club and where you are in the sort of ecosystem, really. And when, as I said, when people talk about international fans and how either important or unimportant they are, because you tend to have a sort of debate on, well, it's not really a debate, but you have different differing views you very rarely hear from any of the actual international fans, at least of all from the organisation. So I just wanted to kind of um, find out a little bit about it. So just tell me a bit about what you do. You run um, an in, a, a supporters club over there and you're part of a bigger ecosystem of supporters, of Arsenal supporters clubs. Just give me a little bit of, um, of the lowdown, please, Abhishek. Okay. So uh, I run uh, the Arsenal Nagpur Supporters Club so we started with a small group of people connecting on a social media platform. And then uh, like that was way back in 2013. And uh, after that, we uh, like we made a group, we chatted and we found uh, so many fans uh, that were there in the city that time. So we thought of uh, like reaching out to Arsenal maybe to get uh, the official status as a proper uh, supporters club. Because at that time when we... Uh, tried to contact Arsenal, there was only, uh, like, I, I guess there were only uh, three clubs, uh, three supporters club, which uh, clubs which were officially uh, recognized that time. And uh, we, we went through the process. It took uh, a lot of time because uh, they were doing some internal uh, changes. So it took us about two years. And in 2015, uh, we finally got the official status. And from then on, we have been working as uh, as an official uh, Arsenal supporters club. So when you talk about uh, our involvement is uh, like we usually uh, have a lot of uh, content that is being sent by Arsenal to us. And uh, this is just for the fans. Like we have uh, match pictures, uh, then newsletters coming from Arsenal, especially for the fans, which we distribute among the fans. And apart from that, they like on big occasions like uh, the FA Cup win or the FA Cup finals, they send uh, these fans some goodies uh, to just uh, watch the match together. Because as supporters club, uh, we watch uh, a lot of matches together. We play football. So uh, Arsenal is uh, like quite supportive uh, when it comes to uh, forming this group and uh, like watching these matches uh, uh together and maybe trying to develop uh, the football in and around the city. So this group has uh, been trying to do that uh, because uh, uh, because of uh, Arsenal Nagpur, a lot of other uh, like supporters of other clubs have also tried to reach out to their uh, particular uh, supporters uh, uh, departments and uh, try to get the official status. And this has actually helped uh, the sub, uh, like the football culture in the city to develop. So, so that has been one upside uh, when it comes to being a proper uh, recognized football club. So to, to, who's the um, who is the person that you um, particularly communicate with mostly at Arsenal? Yeah, so we 
communicated uh, like uh, mostly with Mark Brindle, who uh, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. So, so for people, so for people who don't aren't aware, Mark Brindle's the, the support liaison officer of the SLO at Arsenal. He's been there for what about four years, I think, something like that. Yes, I, he has been uh, there at the club for a long time, but uh, as uh, head of uh, the supporters, uh, like the liaison of uh, the supporters club, he has been there, I guess, maybe for more than six years now. Yeah, okay. And so do, in terms of how you, I mean, for, forgetting all the mechanics of it, how, how do you, as a, as, a, as a fan of Arsenal, um, do, you, do you feel like you're, you know, what's your, what's your feeling about being an Arsenal fan? Do you feel like you're, you're, you're as much an Arsenal fan as the person who was born you know, near the ground or has been going for 30, 40 years and is, an, you know, is an English domestic fan? Or do you, do you sort of appreciate that maybe, that maybe you're slightly different as a fan? Or what, how do you, who you and your sort of other fellow fans um, over there feel about Arsenal? Is it, is it you know, I'm, I'm, quite, I'm genuinely very interested in understanding this in the sort of whole ecosystem fan engagement. It's a fascinating area. So... It would be very difficult to uh, compare if we try to compare with uh, people who are actually there living in London and uh, going for matches uh, day in, day out. But if I can, like, I can only talk about uh, people here in Nagpur and the fans. So we, uh, like the fans here in Nagpur and even in India, uh, we are quite crazy for the club. Like we are, we love the club. We watch all the matches and uh, we are uh, we are not the same as of uh, people living in England, but yeah, we are a different set of fans who are uh, madly in love with the club. We support the club through thick and thin, and uh, I guess we are a different uh, set of fans. But uh, when it comes to supporting the club, I guess uh, the passion and the love for the club uh, would be uh, kind of similar to people living there near the stadiums, maybe. Um, sorry about that. The 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 yeah. Um, and you, there there are other um, uh, supporters clubs, Arsenal supporters, officially recognised Arsenal supporters clubs over there, aren't there? Yes. Yeah. And and do you you know are you um, are you all aware of each other? Do you sort of communicate regularly and and speak regularly? Uh, and do you also then take those conversations and project them over and and um, collectively speak with with mark brindle and the, the club themselves yes yeah, so we have around uh, eight official supporters club and uh, more of them are coming like uh, i can see already a few clubs who are uh, who have formed in the last year or so so uh, like a couple of years back when uh, arsenal came to india for a you know, for an event with puma we actually had a meeting with uh, a few of uh, a few people from Arsenal and all the uh, admins of uh, the supporters club had a chat with them and uh, they they like were uh, like the Arsenal people they were very open uh, to accepting uh, advice and feedback of how these supporters club are being run uh, and if you are getting uh, the proper information when it comes to or the help when it comes to running these supporters clubs so Yes, we do have a group where all the admins uh, are there together and we usually chat about the games and things like that. But uh, there is nothing which is being run centrally because uh, if you talk about uh, 
running all the supporters club centrally as one uh, supporters club of india it would be very difficult given the yeah. population and given the number yeah. of fans so mm-hmm. it is like uh, quite sensible to run it as a small group of fans from uh, region to region because in each region uh, the kind of fans is different like uh, in india uh, people like there are a lot of states and people from each state are a bit different from others but when it comes to arsenal yeah these all people support arsenal and uh, that's why these small group of uh, supporters club actually make sense and they are being run beautifully by the club till now um and you're, you are you so you're an officially recognized group are you actually an official group if you see what i mean so do you run yourselves independently and you're recognized or do they do the do the football club sort of do they have control over anything you do or or is it just that you have to you you have to be a certain you have to do certain things to qualify to be recognized and that and that's sort of more or less it yeah you, so we are yeah yeah so we are an officially recognized club which is being run independently like we are right. free to gotcha. organize events that we want like made be screenings or uh, mm-hmm. football meets and there is no guidelines or uh, set rules mm-hmm. from the clubs like you have to do these things in an year uh, so there's nothing uh, no compulsion from the club side the only uh, restriction they have is uh, they don't just want to uh they don't want us to use arsenal nagpur supporters club's name to make any monetary benefits for the clubs because right. this is yeah. kind of a non profitable organization yes. we are yeah. registered uh, like that and uh, their main aim is to grow the fan base not uh, make money out of that so they are not demanding any money from the fan clubs and neither are we obliged to give anything to them but so, uh, when it comes to organizing any meets or if uh, we are we ask them for any help then they are open to that. Hi, I'd just like to introduce you to Match Day Digital, the world's first football-first digital magazine platform, bringing together premium paid content from clubs' match day programmes, popular football magazines, newspapers and high-quality fan-produced fanzines. What a list. It gives access to a bigger choice of content for fans and for publishers, a far wider audience than would normally be available through their own print editions or digital offerings. You can download the app via Google Store and Apple Store or you can use the native web app. Go to matchdaydigital.com for more. And if you're a club or publisher, drop MDD a line. They're a lovely bunch and I'm sure they'd love a chat with you about your needs. Tell me something. Um, you know, you you follow a, you know, you're very involved in following a domestic, an English, an English football club. Um, and I think probably every every club I've ever worked with, every group of fans I've ever worked with, um, can pretty much point to an international organisation of fans of some sort. Um, you know, you always used to be Scandinavia was was always a, a, a popular. Um, well, you know, you'd always find a lot of, and you still do a lot of Scandinavian, northern, northern European um, fan groups of of English football clubs and Scottish football clubs as well. Actually, big big Scottish football club fan base over there. Um, but what I mean is, when it comes to Indian football. Do you follow an Indian football club, and what's um, what's it like over there? When it you know, because we kind of hear about, I think it's Mumbai City, isn't it? Um, is the one that City Football Group um, have have mm-hmm. bought and is part of the Manchester, you know, the overall sort of Manchester City, um, uh, the, the the group that owns Man City and and several other clubs. Is 
what's Indian football like? And is, you know, is, is it, is it, is it, what sort of state that is that in when it comes to fans and the involvement of fans and fan engagement? So uh, when it comes to Indian football, it uh, majorly depends upon uh, the region, like where I uh, live, there are uh, very few clubs who are at that level where uh, they can play maybe in uh, the I league or the uh, Indian super league. So I don't have a local club uh, which I can support uh, on a very you know, big level. But when it comes to uh, clubs which are like which have been there for many years, like if you talk about uh, clubs from Kolkata, like East Bengal or uh, 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 Mohan Bagan, so these two are like uh, legendary clubs and uh, they have huge fan following. If you talk about Chennai City FC or, uh, for matter of the fact, if you talk about Bangalore FC, so these clubs have been there for uh, for quite a long time and they have a good fan following so they they have huge fans and uh, clubs like bangalore fc who were there in the uh, hero i league uh, and then they are now playing in the uh, top tier of indian football which is the indian super league so they have a very uh, uh, you can say a structured uh, uh, fan engagement uh, strategy and uh, fan engagement group they are uh, quite popular by the name of West Block Blues. And uh, yeah, so they are being uh, like, uh, particularly like personally, I like Bangalore FC, how they manage their fans uh, because all of their communication on uh, social media or be it personal uh, is uh, quite top notch. But when you talk about fans, then uh, easily Mohan Bagan and East Bengal are the two clubs in India uh, who are like very popular. And are, and are they very, um, you know, notwithstanding the obvious City Football Group club, um, but are they, you know, there is there is then quite a difference between um, the sort of top performing clubs in even in the top of the Indian Super League and other clubs further down in the Indian Super League, or are they all sort of fairly, you know, pro- professionally, at least external, the external view of them, are they all very professional football clubs? Um. Yes, so these clubs are like run very professionally, but the only uh, downfall is uh, a few of them, a few of these clubs are uh, struggling to maybe sustain uh, the current model. And uh, recently, uh, as I talked about uh, Mohan Bagan, they merged with uh, ATK, uh, which was a club uh, playing in the top tier of. Uh, Indian football till last year and now both these clubs have merged and they have formed one entity that is called uh, ATK Mohan Bagan. So because uh, uh, Mohan Bagan was uh, struggling a bit uh, when it comes to uh, the financial terms, so they had to uh, tie up with ATK and given ATK just started with uh, the Hero I-League, sorry, the Hero Indian Super League. So they were only six years old and uh, the kind of fan base uh, Mohan Bagan has, it was always going to be beneficial for ATK. So this, uh, this collaboration has actually helped both the clubs because ATK so, has got that fan base and Mohan Bagan has got that financial security now. So a lot, so a lot of the sort of, you know, when it comes to fans and fan engagement, um, Indian football is sort of, because I'm very, I'm always very aware that when, when I think when we talk about football in England and Scotland and you know the British Isles, particularly and 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 most of Europe, that we're talking about in many cases clubs that have existed for 
you know, in, in, in many cases, well over 100 years, have got, you know, very old identities. Um, you know, the idea of mergers, oh, terrible. You know, in most cases, it's, it's, a, it's a very bad idea and you, shouldn't, you should, just shouldn't really attempt it. But in the case of Indian football, I, the, the loyalty of fans to these football clubs and the, you know, the length of existence is not the same, is it? You know, they haven't been around as long. The, the, the loyalty of fans perhaps isn't there. Is that is that right? And he, and and secondly, actually, is that partly why um, perhaps there's such an interest of you know from Indian fans in English football clubs and you know European football clubs and why people like you, for example, set up um, an Arsenal support an officially recognised Arsenal supporters club. Hmm. So when you talk about loyalty, like I told you already two names, which, which are like uh, ATK, uh, sorry, Mohan Bagan and East Bengal. So Mohan Bagan was uh, formed in uh, 1890, if I'm not wrong, like something around that. And uh, East Bengal was formed in 1920. So these two are like very old clubs. And there are more clubs, like there are a few more clubs uh, which are like uh, quite old. And these clubs have a proper loyal fan base. And uh, that's why, like, these clubs are uh, very popular in India. But when you talk about the clubs which have just started with uh, the Indian Super League's uh, uh, formation, so these clubs are still trying to develop the fan base. They are trying to develop that culture in the particular city. Like, if you talk about Odisha FC or if you talk about, say, Mumbai City FC. So these clubs are still trying to get hold of the fans and uh, engage with them. So when I talk about fan engagement uh, with these new clubs, because these old clubs uh, have uh, a particular way of uh, engaging with the fans, but these new clubs have come up with uh, new strategies, which is uh, basically quite related or quite uh, inspired from uh, the English football, or you can say the European football, like the way they communicate with the fans on social media or uh, through emails or things like that is inspired from... Uh, the existing uh, English football, but uh, slowly they are uh, they are learning how they have to uh, communicate with the local fans. Like they just cannot uh, copy uh, format and try and uh, impl- uh, like imply that here. So they are learning about their fans, what are uh, their fans interested in, and they are uh, producing. You can say content around that. You can say uh, like in the last few years, uh, these clubs have tried to develop, you can say, social media content uh, uh, with the help of the regional language. Like they are more focused on the regional language because that gives a sense of, uh, you can say, uh, relativity to the fans. Like they feel uh, uh, the sense of belongingness with the club if they hear the regional language. So that is one thing, one strategy that these clubs have uh, adopted. And yeah, they are like, Developing the uh, like trying to develop new strategies when it comes to fan engagement. So and and um, so so one thing um, before we finish is now you you run a um, one part of your business is something called Sport Ed India. Um, now one thing that I know you are keen on doing is um, is 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 working in Indian football and trying to help to develop um, a lot of the clubs beneath, beneath 
the Indian Super League. Is that correct? Yeah, I'm getting that right, aren't I? Yeah. That you. That, yes. That, now, it, do you do you see that there's um, it, it, are there a lot of clubs that you think perhaps just aren't um, they're not ready um, yet to you've got a, you know you've got an Indian Super League that's got obviously got a lot of eyeballs on it. Is is there a lot? Is this is the system below and the sort of relationship between clubs and fans and the communication? Is it quite nascent? Is it all quite? Um, you know, do you see that there's a lot of work to be done to help those clubs to build capacity and be better at engagement with their fans? Then, because I, I think that's something we talked about um, fairly recently this afternoon. In fact, we were chatting about it, weren't we? That that this is something that you're interested in. Yes, Kev. So uh, we are like uh, registered as a sports verse management and we run a social media page uh, by the name of Sported India. So through this page, what we are trying to do is uh, to, to educate or to give a platform where uh, people have uh, news about uh, sporting business and uh, not only news, uh, we also put up uh, a lot of content, which is how to make careers in sports just apart from being an athlete. And uh, when you talk about our involvement or our uh, aim of working in the Indian football, uh, as you rightly said, uh, these clubs are at a very nascent stage when it comes to communicating with the fans or uh, with, the, uh, with the local people from their particular city. So what we are trying to do is we are trying to help them out uh, to give them a structure. How can they communicate with the fans or their local people in a better way? How can they involve uh, more people to be a part of uh, their uh, club uh, through community uh, community uh, events or through developing uh, football or any other sport in uh, that particular region? So we are trying to uh, get into that. We want the clubs to have a proper uh, sense of uh, existence in the community. We just don't want them to exist and run like any other club playing uh, in a league. But we want them to have an impact in the community. We want them to uh, get proper uh, communication with the fans or with the uh, people around them. So uh, what we are trying to uh, go into is help the second tier or third tier of uh, football or any other sport to uh, maybe help them with uh, communication. So what they can do is like right now, they uh, don't have a proper uh, communication strategy. Like if you talk about uh, people trying to get uh, trainings uh, in these clubs. So even at that level, they don't have a proper structure. So what we want to do is we want them to have a proper structure uh, in each and every department. But uh, our expertise would be communication and media. And uh, we want them to have their presence felt on uh, social media platforms or uh, any other platform where they can try and develop their business. I hope you enjoyed that edition of the Fan Engagement Pod. Coming up, we've got new editions of Baz Chat with Baz Schneider, where we focus on the front end of fan engagement. We've just published an episode on fan journey mapping and we'll be putting a new one out every month. 
We've also got new episodes of Did They Ask The Fans coming soon with some big guests planned. Please do like, subscribe and share the podcast. It really does help our visibility in a very crowded podcast world. Search Fan Engagement Pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah.